Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. We're talking about the digital revolution that's been sweeping the world, especially over the last year or so. And we're looking at some of the big players in here who are now helping businesses in every sort of industry find those more precise, high value and very innovative industry specific solutions. Today, we're delighted to have as our guest, Mike Cecilia. He's the executive vice president of Oracle's industry specific unit, which they call the industry business units there. Mike, welcome to Cloud Wars Live. It's a pleasure to have you. Thanks, Bob. Great to be here. Thanks very much for having me. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Mike, you know, uh, Oracle is clearly a very big player overall in the application space. I think your part of the business is probably not as well known. So could you tell us a little bit about, you know, what goes on with the Oracle industry business units and how that ties into the uh, more traditional or, or better known parts of the uh, software side of Oracle? Sure thing, sure thing, Bob. So we operate um, uh, vertical business units that are focused on operating technology, uh, which really are at the front of the house for our customers. So these, these are applications that very often will touch our customers' customers. For example, uh, billing systems for utilities and communications, uh, point of sale systems for retail, um, menu management systems and so forth for food and beverage, reservation systems for, for, for hospitality customers, all things that uh, our customers' customers interact with on a daily basis. Now, as far as how does that interact with everything else that we do? Well, there, there are a couple ways. Of course, all of these cloud applications that uh, we offer in our vertical businesses are built on top of Oracle's generation two cloud architecture, built on top of OCI, uh, run and enjoy the same uh, performance, stability, and security that uh, all the rest of our, our horizontal applications are built on. And then secondly, we can take a lot of our vertical knowledge and apply that to uh, some of our horizontal products like ERP and CX, for example, and actually build core vertical tech, uh, technologies and vertical solutions into those horizontal products, which of course are deeply integrated with the operating technologies that's, uh, that we look after in the business units. Mike, uh, that, that's a great overview. I want to come back to that a little bit about that, that almost like crossover that you've just described here. But in a way, it seems like these uh, industry specific solutions, uh, you've been doing it at Oracle for a number of years, but it seems like the phenomenon or the demand from the customer side has really boomed in the past six months or so. Could you talk about, you know, what's behind that? What's driving this renewed interest? Yeah, well, well, you're right. Look, we've been in the vertical businesses for well over a decade uh, at Oracle with, with deep vertical expertise and deeper operating technologies. Um, we've actually seen cloud uptake uh, even, even prior to, 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 to six years ago, industry cloud uptake. And I think what's, what's really driving it is you've seen public cloud grow uh, dramatically. And where there are some shortcomings, I think, are really when you start to get out to the edge. When you start to get to technologies where you're, you're, you're touching, again, I'll say it again, touching customers, customers, um, regulations, operating technologies, and all these things become important. And what we do is package all that up for you, if you will, into, into a solution, a cloud solution that gives you um, not just the infrastructure, uh, not just the regulations that are important and security certifications that are important to the, to the infrastructure, but the actual technology, right? The actual operating technology, whether it's a clinical trial system, for example, uh, as well as the integration to all the other horizontal solutions that we deliver like ERP, CX, and, and HCM. And when you can put that into a bundle, you know, I think that's really a compelling differentiator and something that folks have, uh, you know, had heightened awareness about in, 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 uh, in recent months around what does it really mean to, to define a true industry cloud? I think all of those tenants, all of those things are important for industry clouds. Yeah, and Mike, could you talk a little bit of coming at it from the customer side, 
when they when you have conversations with CEOs of some of these customer companies, what do they say, Mike? You got to help me do this. What is that? Well, so I'll, I'll give you an example: is is the cloud technology in, in clinical trials, for example. So right now we have 145. Uh, trials um, actively running for COVID-19 therapies or, or, or treatments. So, you know, vaccines or, or things that could help people who are suffering from COVID in our, in our clinical trials uh, software, all of which run in our cloud, all of which run in our clinical trials cloud. Now, what's happening in clinical trials today? Well, actually, it's COVID has been a huge disruptor to trials. It's trials that have, you know, potentially will take us out of the pandemic, but the way we deliver trials uh, is going to be forever changed. Distributed trials, meaning we bring we don't have to bring as many people into a central hospital location to effectively run a trial. It's becoming a norm. Obviously, you don't want to bring people into the hospital in times of COVID if you don't have to. And then ambulatory monitoring or real-world evidence gathering, meaning I want to take uh, and be able to monitor a patient who's part of a trial at home with connected devices, IoT-connected devices, and so forth, so I don't have to bring them back into the hospital all the time. So there's a challenge, Bob, that brings together you know, lots of different technologies, IoT, uh, HIPAA compliance, HIPAA endpoint, HIPAA endpoint compliance, uh, real-world evidence gathering or direct patient interaction, pharmacovigilance, safety monitoring. How do you get all that into a box, if you will, so that I can basically go through this transformation as a, as, as a pharmaceutical company from a traditional trial method to a distributed trial method? And I think we see, you know, those same um, some of them pandemic induced, but you know those same phenomenon in 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 in, in industries world worldwide and, and 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 across verticals. And you know, I'll give you another you know, perhaps simpler example. But in our in our food and beverage business, you know, the shift from in person dining to to online, you know, online. Uh, how do you manage delivery? How do you disintermediate delivery partners? How do you do all that in a single box? I think you know, the, those are the type of things that are driving this transformation for vertical clouds. Yeah, and Mike, is it? Uh, are you? sort of coming into contact with new types of customers, sort of different members of the CXO suite than Oracle has traditionally talked to? Yeah, well, you know, today, so we have uh, 16 million users and 100,000 customers in 120 countries in our vertical clouds. So we have, we have customers large and small. I mean, obviously that's a very big number of customers. And, you know, I'm sure you can deduce from that that there are, there are lots of small businesses that are, that are customers there. So um, I think it's, it, you know, in our construction cost, our construction cloud, for example, which uh, part of which automates payments between uh, general contractors and subcontractors. Uh, you know, what's interesting is that about 88% at any given point, about 88% of the users in that cloud are small to medium-sized businesses because they make up the subcontractor community. Now it's quite possible and quite probable Bob, that those that those subcontractors have never been an Oracle customer before. They've never, they might not have even you know, heard of Oracle, let, let alone been an Oracle customer before. But the fact that we deliver a turnkey solution and we automate a common business problem not only makes them an Oracle customer, but it actually makes them an Oracle customer very easily in a very in a very a very painless, easy way where it's you know, pure click through uh, pure click through technology. Yeah, and then Mike, that's fascinating too. With the, as you said, that that extremely high percentage of small businesses in there, an audience that probably Oracle has not had much exposure to in the past. And then over on the other side, right? Oracle's had a long history with you know CIOs and CFOs, but now does this bring you more in touch with you know other LOB leaders and parts of the C-suite? Yeah, absolutely. So if you think about you know what we're doing um, um, in um, in verticalizing our CX suite, uh, we announced a, a product called DX4C, which is digital, digital experience for communications, in which we've taken um, our core uh, knowledge, if you will, and our core IP from our communications verticals, 
which were which were uh, which were focused on billing and revenue management, order orchestration, and actually built that functionality uh, into our CX platform. So it's not a veneer on top of CX. This is actual operating technology that's built into the CX platform. And therefore, when you think about you know calling on a um, you know on a comms uh, customer or or, de or or dealing with a comms customer, I mean this is part and parcel to the way they do business, right? This is this is this is going to touch the chief revenue officer, the chief operations officer, the chief financial officer, uh, as well as the chief information officer, who's always a uh, you know who's, who always has a seat at these tables. But I think that you know these are very much automated solutions for common business problems, and therefore it, the business will get involved in decision making on these solutions. Yeah, and Mike, that's that's interesting how you describe that uh, you know the, the complete fusion in some ways of the uh, operating technology there with your horizontal apps. Do you think that's going to become more and more of a trend? I do, I do. I, I think it makes complete sense. You know, I, I think the fact that you you have operating technologies that are vertically oriented um, as we do is very compelling. I think the barrier to entry there is 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 high, and I think it's a it's a big competitive differentiator. I think the fact that we can also then verticalize the horizontal technologies really completes the picture, you know, and, and the fact that you, you're going to have, you know, differences in, in the way uh, folks look at things uh, from a even from a core financials perspective across verticals, just because of the way they recognize revenue may be different, you know, it doesn't mean, doesn't mean you have to rewrite the entire, uh, you know, ERP suite or CX suite, absolutely not, but it means that, you know, you, you, you modularize these things in a way such that, you know, you're not just putting a veneer on it, but you're actually changing the functionality so that it meets the needs of that vertical industry. And I think that that's what we uh, we do and uh, will continue to do very well. So Mike, as you go down this path, you know, more and more, like I, I really caught how you emphasize this thing of the operating technology, right? It is, you know, you're getting into the every facet of how these companies do things. So in this whole new digital world where all of your customers are trying to do new things differently, you know, as you described in the clinical trials approach, is there space in there for Oracle and your customers to do more of like a, a co-innovation or co-creation than has been done in the past? Yeah, well, I think I think I think the, the technology really lends itself to the, that type of a model. Uh, and you know, as we build this on top of the OCI generation cloud two services, you know, part and parcel to that are extensions using platform platform services, platforms and service services. So, fact of the matter is, in, in many of the, the the functionalities that we have today, as well as new businesses that we're building for new verticals that we'll announce uh, in 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 due time, um, fact that we can build the APIs in as core tenants in our OCI in our in our cloud, you know. Uh, and there's really no difference between the APIs that the applications use. The applications that we build are really reference implementations of those public APIs. You've got one set of APIs and therefore interoperability and extensibility becomes entirely possible. And I think that you know, that's a big difference by from where we were in the on-prem days where you know, we had customized solutions uh, became the norm to achieve vertical, uh, you know, vertical successes. You know, the fact that we can build these things from an API perspective, from an abstraction perspective, into the core fabric of the cloud, because we have that vertical knowledge, because we have that vertical expertise, really lends exactly to the point you, which you made, which is, you know, I want to do some last mile things, whether it's a customer, whether it's a service delivery partner, whether it's a value-added reseller, uh, they've all got one way in. And, you know, we, what we don't want to do is get into a situation where you make something so extensible that it also potentially violates all the security of the system. That's, 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 that's the downside of that approach. So I, I think the way that we're doing it, approaching it's uh, really uh, really is the right way to do it. And so there's that balance, Mike, that you've described all along. You want to be as flexible as possible, but you've also got to be in some ways as rigorous as you need to be. 
Absolutely. And, and the best way to do that is, again, you build that into the core fabric of what you do as a cloud service, right? This is not an afterthought. This is, this is, this is, uh, this is part of how we build vertical clouds. Mike, if you're talking to somebody, uh, right, who's evaluating some different opportunities and they say, we like what you're doing with your software, will, will I, as your customer, gain some benefit if I run the Oracle vertical applications on, you know, your Oracle OCI Gen 2 infrastructure? Is that going to be a better outcome for me as a business? There, cert there certainly will be benefits and are benefits to doing that. Um, you, you know, one of them is uh, being able to run on top of the autonomous database, you know, such that um, you have zero downtime for patching, right? So, you know, anytime there's downtime, whether it's for patching, whether it's in the cloud or it's on-prem, it's, it's, still, it's still downtime, right? It's, it's time to potentially, uh, you, take, you take the system offline to do something. The fact that we can handle the database piece of this and then the Linux piece of this on an automated, bis automated basis, and not have to take downtime to be able to do patching is, is an example, I think, of, of something that's a benefit. Now that's, you know, particularly, you know, a sensitive issue when you're talking about some of the sensitive workloads that we have for operating technology, like meter data management for utilities or, or outage management for utilities, you know, or, or even clinical trials. You know, these are things that were, were small amounts of downtime can, can be a very sensitive topic uh, for, for, for our customers. Um, so I think that there are certainly are benefits to, uh, to doing this on top of our highly engineered stack, which includes the autonomous database, autonomous Linux, and really, what do we? What's the goal? What do we get to? Autonomous applications is that such that these things are self-repairing, self-healing, and self-learning. You know, by pulling in AI and ML and all the other things that uh, we offer on the stack as well. Mike, that's a great point. I want to come back in a second here and ask you a little bit about that autonomous applications. But first, just a quick word from our sponsor, BMC. BMC wants to know: Is your business on its A game? That's when systems are intelligent by learning from markets, where automation is paramount yet effortless, and when technology and people work as one in an enterprise. The A-game is your business at its absolute best. BMC calls this the autonomous digital enterprise. Find out more at bmc.com slash A-game. Mike, so many things in you know, the, the business that Oracle's in are changing so quickly, and it's been interesting to watch the tech companies, which I think in some ways not so long ago were sort of pushing their business customers, you know, uh, into new areas, but now it seems to have come around a lot where the, your customers have to move so fast and so dramatically to evolve into the new digital world that, uh, you know, they've got to just move at speeds and be able to make good, smart decisions faster than ever before. So is the, in that context, is this notion of somebody having autonomous database, autonomous Linux, is autonomous applications something that people are saying, Mike, this would help me for these reasons? Yeah, well, I think, I think when, they, when, when they talk about aut autonomous applications right now, what we really mean is, you know, applications that can learn from the data that they're collecting, right? So, so we, applications that can recognize patterns and then help me make better decisions as a result of those learnings, right? So, you know, so-called AI and ML uh, functionality that we have, uh, you know, obviously uh, part and parcel to our stack, the ability to actually promote those and, and include those as core services in all of our vertical applications, you know, I, I think is really, it goes a long way towards, um, you know, towards the idea that, uh, that, that, that applications have a degree of, you know, autonomous learning around it. Now, the, the other part of that is the pure stack piece of it, whereas the entire stack is self-healing, self-securing, you know, self-patching. And I think you put both of those things together. And in my view, that's what really makes an application full, full, fully autonomous is that, you know, I don't have to go through an upgrade cycle 
or for this application to actually add me a lot, a lot more value because it's got the learning features built into it, the deep learning features built into the application and its output, you know, the more data that it collects, the better off it is, right? And its output, you know, adds more intelligence to my, to my stream every day. Like and when you put it in that context, I go back to what you said a couple minutes ago about the, the lack of downtime. And, it, you know, it's funny, um, certainly downtime's a, a reality, I guess some with technology, but your customers more and more, uh, that's gotta be almost like a, becoming a dirty word for them. Like when does any business in these times have the uh, flexibility to do that? So uh, I, I think this combination of things, one, the more precise operating technology that you're weaving into these applications, the fact that it can work with the horizontal apps and the fact that you know there are solutions possible that really minimize this notion of downtime, that seems to be something that every company has to be interested in now. Yeah, I think I think I think I think all companies are interested. I think governments as well. And I'll give you another example. You know, we 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 built uh, the vaccine safety uh, post injection monitoring system for the United States governments, and uh, you know, called VSafe. And you know, well, there's an application that you really don't want to have any any, any downtime in, right? As we're, as we're looking at real world evidence gathering, particularly with all the sensitivities right now among the vaccines, and uh, you know. Really thrilled that uh, you know we made a decision to build that right on top of the Oracle stack uh, as uh, and, and as such have uh, you know have seen the benefits of of tremendous uptime and and, and adding value uh, we we think uh, to to the world and, and and to the government. So I think it's businesses, I think it's governments, I think the, this whole idea of real time, real world, you know, data and real and real time decision making around that. Uh, I don't think there's a vertical industry, to your point, Bob, that isn't that it doesn't have some interest in, in in some mission critical business process that has to fit that bill. And uh, sure, we're uh, we're ready to uh, we're ready to uh, explore those discussions for sure. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Um, I, I wanted to ask sort of a broader question here. There've been you know a couple of tech companies have been saying now what industry specific applications are great, but also now it's not just sort of within a company, but talking about across industries, right? Are there um, some of these capabilities that you've got that can almost extend up to become industry networks in some way, as well as within a particular company? Yeah, I think I think it's, it's it's a great question. So so industry ecosystems, cross industry ecosystems, you know, and how how does that sort of all work in this uh, this vertical cloud world? Well, it's not uncommon that um, you know, for example, uh, our communications customers, for example, are also retailers. You know, they also they also operate retail stores. So, you know, we have operating technologies that we would position to the retail team, uh, and to the core network team, and to the team that does the billing and orchestration. And really, you've got three different three different buyers, if you will, inside an organization, three different lines of business, but all have you know you know the folks in the retail organization consider themselves to be retailers. The folks in the network organization, of course, consider themselves to be you know operators, and and the folks on the billing side consider them to be you know, customer-facing, customer-success type uh, people, or, or 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 revenue generation folks. So I think, and and then you take it, you know, to your point, to the industry in general, and there may be more vendors than Oracle involved in in, in that piece as well. So certainly interoperability uh, among clouds, uh, as you know, we we announced uh, partnerships with Microsoft and uh, for exactly these type of scenarios, interoperability among clouds, uh, both at the horizontal technical level and the vertical level, is something that uh, we're quite used to our customers uh, implementing. Yeah, and then Mike, the uh, some of the numbers that uh, you know your your team had shared about, you know, the number of customers you've got there. And you mentioned it right in your your opening remark. I mean, that's a that's a lot of uh, of companies, right? And even if, as you said, some are SMBs, a hundred thousand customers, sixteen million users. Um, is that something that you might have expected? 
you know, within the last year or two, that type of growth? Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not terribly surprised uh, by that. Uh, it's really been, as, as I mentioned, we've, we've been in the vertical operating business for, for a very long time. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, those numbers of users, um, we, 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 we've, uh, you know, we've been amassing for, for years. And of course, what happens is when you move into the cloud, it's much easier to count them, right? It's more difficult to count them when, you're, when, when you distribute the software out and somebody runs it, somebody runs it, and you, you really can't see the metrics or the heuristics around it. So, so uh, it's pleasantly surprising, but not, uh, but not shocking uh, that, uh, you know, not shocking that we're serving that many people are touching Oracle vertical technology on, uh, on a daily basis. Well, Mike, can you give an idea, right? As you've said, you know, for 10 years, Oracle has been uh, in this type of business. What's sort of the, the status report on how, the, how things are going between porting over the things you've had on-premise over uh, to have a full cloud suite with these industry-specific apps? Yeah, so in terms of that, in terms of that so our, our, our cloud business uh, today is bigger than our, our traditional license business, much bigger than our traditional license business. Uh, and I think that that's probably, you know, one of the, one of the indicators. And I think you're also seeing now, you know, business uh, vertical and vertical industries that were slower to move financial services being one, uh, communications being one, uh, you know, really slower to move. And even a couple of years ago, probably would say, Bob, and might've even told you, uh, hey, we're not gonna move some of our core technologies to the cloud. We're just never gonna do that. We don't see that as a play. Well, those discussions have changed pretty dramatically. Um, and I would say that, you know, certainly the pandemic may maybe has fueled some of those uh, discussions um, as, you know, in, in, terms of, in terms of that. So, and that's, uh, you know, this idea of, you know, being connected all the time everywhere is, uh, you know, is uh, even even greater than it than, than it certainly was before. But I think you're seeing that. You know, so our business is much bigger, and even the big businesses, even the really big vertical businesses where there's a lot of vertical spend on on-prem, you're seeing that shift to the cloud in uh, in big ways. And again, not just for our true vertical applications, but also for our 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 core applications on the horizontal basis, like ERP, CX, and NHCM as well. Yeah. Mike, any uh, any customers that you can cite? You know, talk a little bit about an example of some companies that have really gone pretty deep with your vertical apps. Yeah, well, I think you know on on the um, on the vertical app side right now, uh, one of the one of the more um, you know compelling pieces right now is it's been around uh, the COVID nineteen the COVID nineteen reaction. So uh, you know we've built and donated um, solutions, SaaS solutions, two vertical solutions, which in which we took all of our IP from um, from our existing uh, health sciences and our know-how and, and really built some rapid solutions for our customers to, uh, to deploy that. So governments around the world, including the United States and governments, uh, governments throughout Africa are, are depending upon that. Um, you know, in, in comms, uh, most of the major, uh, you know, most of the major telcos, you know, in some case have um, moved or and or are moving workloads from, you know, on-prem, particularly for billing and orchestration uh, uh, to the cloud. In construction, Turner Construction, which is one of the biggest, um, you know, one of the biggest construction firms uh, in the world, is um, using and been using our construction management clouds uh, for for payment for for automating payment solutions uh, for 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 quite some time, and uh, you know, quite happy with that. Uh, in hospitality, we've got customers like Wyndham and Marriott, uh, in retail, Prada and Gap. So really, a, a marquee list of a very large customers. You know, and I could you know go through lots of big names. I think though with there are so many small customers in there too. And when I think about that reach and I think about the importance of that, you know, uh, in vertical industries, because those small customers are often suppliers or subcontractors to the large customers too. So if you really want true vertical clouds, I think you've got to get both. And I'm just as happy with the sheer number of small customers that we have as well as I am with the major brands that, uh, that I rattled off there.
Now that's a that's a nice balance, Mike, as you've described that it's uh, impressive. Can I ask as a final thought here, Mike? You know, as you look out, you've been doing this for a while. You've been leading the business for a couple of years. Where do you see this headed? Yeah, I think I think we'll uh, we'll very quickly um, announce uh, more businesses, more vertical business units at Oracle, entirely cloud focused. Uh, we think there are lots of other vertical industries, other than the um, the ones that we have dedicated businesses for today, that uh, are ripe for cloud transformation. So I, I think uh, where does it head? Uh, we continue to add more verticals. We continue to put more of our vertical uh, horsepower into our horizontal applications as well, and tailor them for vertical needs. Well, great, Mike. Thanks so much for being with us. It's uh, it's been fun to hear how you know Oracle's doing in this space. Again, something that I think Oracle may be better known for other things, but it sounds like you're making some pretty good progress here. Thanks very much for having me, Bob. I really appreciate the opportunity. All right, thanks, Mike, and folks, all of you. Thanks for being with us here at Cloud Wars Live. Clearly, you know, this digital revolution, it's got a lot of facets. One of them is in this industry specific nature. So we hope you'll uh, come back next time. We've got some more coverage coming up and uh, we hope it's a great day for everybody out there. Cheers.